We lost another one this week. Uh, I waited to mention it. I wanted to have a little, a day or so of mourning before I mention it. And you, cause usually I don't. And I felt like, well, it's a new year. And this was the first one of the year. And I just wanted to, I wanted to, I felt like I needed to wait a little bit. So, um, on Wednesday, uh, still in January of 2019, um, Cop killer, Robert Mitchell Jennings, dead, uh, executed here in the state of Texas. First one of 2019. Uh, I realize that Texas doesn't have the Florida. <laughs> I realize they don't have Sparky here, but they should. But uh, we lost him. We lost him, and he uh, passed away uh more than 30 years after he shot to death a Houston vice officer during a botched adult bookstore robbery. Now, yeah, I mean, he killed, I was, it was bad. And uh, his partner, uh, he got shot. His partner shot him in the hand. So he went to the hospital and then he confessed everything. He confessed everything. His partner... Drives up here to Euless in Fort Worth, hides out at mom's house, and they finally find him. And he gets 55 years. He didn't even get the death penalty. Of course, he didn't shoot the police officer either, so might have been a little bit of an issue. Welcome to Chewing the Fat, Friday edition. Oh, man, I tell you, some some Fridays it doesn't feel like I, I just want to keep going. I just want to, you know, it doesn't feel like a Friday. And then uh, there's some Fridays when you just want it to end. I'm also filling in for Pat Unleashed uh, next week, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, 6 to 8 uh, Central, 7 to 9 uh, Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network and the Blaze Podcast Network. And then Chewing the Fat uh, will be up as well on those days. Um, so there's good news there. And I can talk, uh, you know, whatever little politics we need to talk about, we talk about that on Pat's show because I try to keep away from politics here. Now, this story is about a politician, but it is not politics. All right? It is not politics. Uh, U.S. Senator Rand Paul. I'm fascinated with him getting his butt kicked from his neighbor. All right? So he gets his butt kicked from his neighbor. And he's always said, they always claimed that it was about uh, uh, lawn clippings and tree trimmings and everything. And I always thought, come on. Stop it. The guy was, you know, the guy was cheating with Rand's wife. Rand's wife was cheating with this guy's wife. Somebody was, there's something fishy in the neighborhood going on. All right. So, uh, and Rand got kicked. I mean, he got his butt kicked. You know, ribs cracked, everything. So he just won the case. Uh, the jury awarded him more than $580,000. That's what I'm talking about. I know. Now he's not, obviously, good luck getting it. Because, uh, yeah, oh, the doc will, uh, Rene Boucher or whatever his name is, the neighbor, uh, is an anesthesiologist. I mean, he's got the money. Those guys, that's a good living, anesthesiologist. I mean, that, they're almost not quite as criminal as dentists, but they're pretty close. Because those guys, you never see them and you get separate bills. They're not even part of the surgery. They just get sent you another bill. Oh, yeah, I'm the guy that knocks you out. $8 million, please. So maybe I hope he has to pay the entire five hundred eighty thousand dollars. But he's in the neighborhood, right? He's in the he's in the the hoity toit uh, Rand Paul neighborhood there, and uh, that's exactly what happened. He was they were pissed over the lawn clipping. So apparently Rand mows his lawn and trims it up, and then he piles it up on the on the line. And the guy's like, "Dude, he's told him more than once, dude, come on, man." What are you doing? But that's his line, though, right? Yes, it is. But it's his. It's on the. It's just on the other side. And you know what okay. he's doing. You don't pile up lawn clippings and stuff like that. You just is don't. it on my side you of the line? Just no, don't. So the guy, the guy actually got rid of a couple of them. He's burned. He burned them a few times. Got got rid of them. And he just got done getting rid of this huge pile. And he gets out and he sees Rand out there on his damn ride lawnmower. And you know Rand puts those noise control headphones on, and what that's just saying screw you to the neighbor. I don't want to hear it. That's exact it's not has nothing to do with the loud noise of the lawnmower. I refuse to believe that. I, I don't care, Mr. I Dr. Rand Paul. No. That's this libertarian no. side coming out. Uh, yes. It's my property. I'm gonna pile up this I here. I love it. And I'm putting my headphones on because I don't want to freaking hear it. 
And even if he does, that's just his way of saying to the neighbor, I'm not listening. Yeah. I, I believe that 100%. So he gets to rid of one pile. He went and just burned. He just got done cleaning off the pile there. And Rand's out there doing the yard again, leaving the clippings there again. On his side, though, right? Yes, on okay. his side. Okay. Yes, on his side. Stop it. So this guy is so bad, he just starts running at Rand. And just – Rand didn't even hear him coming. And well, he, he got the nose. Yeah. Nails him. He nails him, tackles him. That's how he broke his ribs. <laughs> He hit him with such force, they flew five to ten feet in the air in court. That's what this was what was reported in court. Um, and then uh, Rand tried to get rid of him. And, of course, it, uh, of course, in court, uh, Rand brought back a flashback of the 2017 shooting at the baseball field. I did it, Rand. Did it. Were you wearing your headphones and leaving your grass clippings there on the baseball park field, too? I mean, the shooting was horrific. I know that. I'll give you that. But did it? Did it bring back that that horrible day? Some guy kicking your butt because of your lawn clippings. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Rand won, and it was about it was actually about the lawn clippings because the guy, you know, the guy is now. I wish I could just bring that day back. I was just so angry. <laughs> so it really was about lawn clippings. Amazing. So if you ran Paul. Do you still put the long clippings on the line? I build that thing as to the sky. Me too. Absolutely. You know yeah. he does. Oh, yeah. man. I, ab. Actually, I have all the neighbors. You could bring your long clippings to my side. Ab, now you're pushing it. But yours. You start You start bringing in uh, other people's and you're, you're creating a business. That's a, that's a problem. A business? Yeah, you're creating a business. You're letting people drop their trash off at your yard. You can't be doing that. But... Uh, that yeah, that's not it's not zoned for the business, the neighborhood. Okay, but you absolutely do it now. It's got there's got to be some kind of HOA or something, right? I mean, maybe it's in you Kentucky. Think. He's in the, some hoity-toity neighborhood. You, you know, I can't believe that they let they allow that to happen. But it's the senator. I know, but still, still, I know, I know it is, and maybe you know that's why my man, my man Boucher was so pissed. Right, Stupid Boucher senator. is that his name? Yeah. But Rene Boucher or Bouchard, B-O-U-C-H-E-R. I don't Boucher. Remember. Boucher, yeah. Uh, Mr. Anesthesiologist. I think he's probably, he's probably, uh, I mean, he's probably had some, had some tough work. He's probably changed his name when he starts anesthesiologizing around to the hospitals these days. So but, you're saying he's not going to get the money? Well, they're going to appeal. I mean, I don't know if they're going to appeal or how it's going to work. So good luck. But I mean, he he got uh, the jury awarded three hundred seventy-five thousand in punitive damages and two hundred thousand for pain and suffering and seven thousand eight hundred and thirty-five and thirty-four dollars for medical expenses. Ooh, that's a, that's a nice bill right there. Yeah. So uh, you know, I mean, he does a couple of anesthesiology around the hospitals. He's got it covered, right? I mean, nobody wants to pay out five hundred eighty thousand, but just take it, and shut up. And if I see that freaking lawn clipping again, man. Take you down, you know. Uh, you know he does. I would. I'd love to have the pictures of Rand uh, past this from now on. On his lawnmower with his little noise canceling headphones on. <laughs> you know he does. So pissed. <laughs> Rand's neighbor lost five hundred eighty thousand. So now this retired optometrist, uh, which is uh, you know one of Rand's buddies. I don't even know if they know each other, but he's an eye doctor. Uh, Terry Sanderson is now suing uh, Gwyneth Paltrow for $3 million. $3 million. Now, he's suing Gwyneth because apparently he was skiing at the, the, this uh, Deer Valley Resort in Summit County, Utah. And Gwyneth was skiing there at the same time. Now, the doc alleges that he's suffered brain injury, four broken ribs, and other serious injuries after Paltrow hit him from behind, knocking him down hard, knocking him out. Now, he also claims that he suffered pain, loss of enjoyment of life, emotional distress, and disfigurement. Okay, shut up. Did you? Let's see what the disfigurement was, Doc. Well, it's a little scar on my right leg from her ski. 
But uh, now, Paltrow came came down this hill and slammed into him as he's down in this hill. And it was a little training skill to be a hill to begin with. I mean, it was so she. Uh, he claims that she was uh, negligent in her duty to ski safely, as she was skiing too fast for her ability on a beginner's run, and was distracted and out of control. How, okay. It's a beginner's run, right? I mean, I'm not a big skier. I have not, it's not a, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of doing a lot of things, I don't know, in the winter. But weren't you raised in Michigan during the winter? Yes, I was. And I spent my life as a child waiting for the day that I could leave and go someplace warm. And I did. I went to Florida. Why? Because I don't like the winter. Don't. Like the cold. Now, once I'm inside a building, I want it cold. But we've been over that before. You know how it goes. So, good luck to the doc getting Gwyneth Paltrow to give him $3 million. So, what do you think? So, I mean, Gwyneth is worth, I looked it up because I was like, well, I wonder what Gwyneth is worth. She's worth anywhere between 50 and $160 million. And she's got her little uh, Gwyneth uh, teapot, clean your vaginas website whatever it is. And so she makes a little bit of cash from that. What is, I don't know what her web, what her stupid web. What is goop? Yeah. Goop. <laughs> I'm she, upset that I knew that from the top of my head. She's been, she's I'm been, so upset. No, no, I appreciate it. But she, uh, she's been sued a few times from that. Website oh yeah. Too. Twice. I believe twice yeah. that we've been covering yeah. in this network for those Jade eggs. Yeah. 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 The, the, Cause you, they go up to you. Hoo-ha. She apparently was claiming that they do a number of things yes. medically. And yes. They don't. No. Well, I mean, they still might do what she claims, but, but they're she not, can't claim that yes. it's a medical thing, yes. right? So she they had to take away from the website. And they're pretty expensive, too. Yeah. Oh, well, she's pretty not, penny. She's not selling things on Goop for cheap. I mean, you're not steam cleaning the vagina on the cheap. Isn't that what that is? No. Yeah, it is. No. It is, too. The egg? The jade egg? No, it's not for the the vagina thing. Nope. Boil it up. Steam it up. There it goes. Take care of it. What is it for? I'm almost positive. (laughs) So good luck to the doc. uh, Getting three million from Gwyneth. Seriously. Now, speaking of somebody that's going to be losing some cash, uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, still in the middle of the divorce with the wife. Uh, people still a little bit concerned over how much money he's going to have to give to her. I just read a big story on her, too. She deserves half, uh, clearly. Now you're on the half? Clear, what, whatever I said she deserves, she gets it. Whatever whatever I said okay, she gets. Okay, one of the houses. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and at everything least. paid. She gets absolutely. alimony. Absolutely. But Take we, care we of the never kid. agreed the half part. I think that's where me and you disagreed. Like we are, we both agreed on like she gets a no more than a quarter. Oh no 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 she gets half. Let's break that. Right wow. Down Let's break that right now. No, I, I read a big story on her. She was with him before when yeah, they she went was. to start yeah. Amazon. They left the company. They worked for the same company. He hired her and then put her next door and take care of little Bezos' business at work. And uh, they got married. And the story was, I asked Jeff, uh, but I was so in love with his laugh. <laughs> but they, but they were at this other company, and they left that company and went out uh, to see, to Seattle to start Amazon. Okay, so and she was like the first; she was their bean counter. You know, he was, she was the money chick from the very beginning. That's her, what, their that, that bean was her counter. Title. That was she was called. The, the oh, money. I thought she was, a, she was the bean counter. I thought she was making coffee. Well, I hope so. She was the female in the relationship. That's who makes coffee. But do you understand what bean counter is with me on that? I know you're, you know, I'll explain it to you if you'd like, but okay. So now Bezos has got his, has launched an investigation into his own sexts. He's got, he's got, I mean, think of the money he's got and the connections he has, right? So if you're the person that leaked the the uh the affair story and leaked the sexts and, and the, the pictures other texts uh you better be doing some hiding somewhere that nobody knows where you're at 
because it won't be long before. Whoop, whoop. I don't even think we get that. I don't even think you get that. You just get the. Yeah, I'm here with Joe. And that's it. You're done. Wait, uh, what happened? Just go with me. Do you have a badge or anything? I work with Joe. What's with the deep voice? I work with Joe. That's who. That's who. That's who's gonna be picking her up. It's for Amazon. No, there's no doubt. <laughs> Hello. Open the door. Who is it? I work with Joe. Who? Open the door. Who is it? I work with Joe. Okay. Special investigator. Can I see a badge? You see my foot through this door. You don't open it pretty soon, lady. Who is it? <laughs> you know, that's exactly. You're, you're, you just poof. What happened to the person who sex? We don't know. I don't know. They disappeared. All right, let's go to the break room and uh, get something to drink and uh, see what's happening. I've got a couple. Uh, I got a couple of very interesting animal stories uh, for the break room today. Just. I mean, nothing says. Oh, that's good. Nothing says uh, the break room like uh, like animal stories. But before we get to the animal stories, I just want to let you know those of you that think you're. Uh, in the know on the Grammy Awards and have a, I saw the winners. I saw the winners. It was a tweet. They had the winners early. Oh uh, yeah. No, that's fake. Uh, fake news. But even if it wasn't fake news, the Grammys are going to tell you it's fake. So it, uh, you know, good, good luck. Cause you know, it's been changed now. So if you, whatever, whoever, uh, if I'm, if I'm one of the winners on that fake list, I'm a little concerned. Because you know that because they said it was fake, they got it. They was going to have to change it, right? I mean, they have to. So, if you were the winner, you're out. I'd be ticked. So, I got a couple of zoo stories. All right, one is uh, we're big fans of orangutans here on Chewing the Fat. Uh, some of my favorite animals, and uh, a paternity test. On a baby orangutan, uh, his uh, in the uh, in the zoo in Switzerland. Apparently, Switzerland's not doesn't believe. Hey, she had a baby. Who's the father? There's, I mean, is Bill the zookeeper the father? I mean, we have to check on that. There's only several. I mean, I, I don't I don't quite get it. But they said that they wanted to make sure that uh, that they know who the father is, and they're keeping the program. They want to keep research on uh, you know part of their breeding program because they are endangered they are endangered and we know that they can we know that they can talk from years past because we actually have audio of talking orangutans saying uh, i mean that's fascinating that's fascinating okay that was uh that was rocky the great ape uh from uh from amsterdam and I know what you're asking, but what's he saying? Well, he's mimicking uh, human interaction and sounds and, and vowels. And uh, look, they scientists, uh, this, this one lady in, uh, in Amsterdam, uh, I mean, she posted it in the Journal of Scientific Reports, so it's got to be real. His calls uh, were compared with sounds collected from more than 12,000 hours of observations of more than 120 orangutans. So, see, they're able to uh, make sounds the same pace and rhythm as humans. Uh, they made vowel-like calls. Uh, they're playing a little game. This is this was Rocky. Now they're playing a little game. And- This was a game of do as I do game. Uh, he attempted to copy random sounds made by the experimenter 
which include variations in tone and pitch. I mean, right? So they're making, uh, I mean, this particular orangutan, Rocky, was rewarded with a treat after making the... Listen to that. That's human-style sound right there. Uh, Listen to that. I mean, tell me you're not saying that for a Rice Krispie treat. Tell me. You can't. That's right. You can't. So anyway, in Switzerland, they have a new baby. And they wanted to see who the dad was. And and the mom is in a, a, a caged area where there's another male orangutan and they figure that that's the um that's his baby budai b-u-d-i uh they figured the new baby was budai's uh baby uh however uh the mother maja uh is not hip on budai the mother the mother maja uh, actually, um, likes Vendel, the orangutan, at the zoo in the next enclosure. Uh, think about it, because uh, he's the dad. So uh, they either snuck out of the enclosures and went off somewhere on a vacation, uh, cheating on uh, Budai. Or uh, they just went back in the corner of the enclosure and. Oh, yeah. Don't let Budai catch us. And, and now Budai wants a divorce, man. He's pissed. <laughs> Budai's like, what? I mean, you guys are what? I told you, see, he's pissed. Buddha is pissed. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Because you think, come on, I'm in the same enclosure. Give me a little business. Right? But no. But no. She's off in the back with the Vendel. I mean, I don't blame her. I don't blame him for being mad. All right, one more zoo story. Are we still on animals? But one more zoo story, okay? Because this story kind of ticks me off a little. The report is of a, an animal attacking a little kid in a zoo, okay? Um, I, the two-year-old was hurt after stumbling into the rhino exhibit. This is in Florida. So she stumbles into the rhino exhibit in Brevard, zoo and uh the rhino just kind of freaked out kind of touched her with the horn trying to figure out what's going on and and, uh you know then went kind of freaked out went back went away and they got away got the kid the mom ends up pulling the kid through back through the fence and uh she had uh what let's see she was recovering she after the as this is described as a wildlife attack no no it is not no we're still in a healing process. Are you? Who's healing? Are you? Yeah, the kid's healing, not you. Um, the parents of the 20-month-old child, who are friends with the zoo employee, they were participating in this uh, uh, hands-on tour. Well, you can't get more hands-on than that. Thank you. So, so she got some bruises, and it was visibly upset. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the kid's upset, but kids are resilient. They get over it. But not in 2019. Uh, That's true. That's true. Uh, I love the, uh, I love the story though. Uh, Investigators said that about 10 minutes into the tour, the toddler was reaching into the enclosure with a brush to touch a rhino. Apparently fell backward through the steel pole enclosure, tumbled into the rhinoceroses and she tumbles into the dirt and hay covered corner of the rhinoceroses. Okay. So the rhinoceroses are like, Hey, Hey, somebody's in our cell. 
right. I mean, the orangutans are over there going, yo! Don't hurt her! You'll be in trouble! Now, her father tried to pick her back up through the bars, and all you heard was... Ugly. And uh, now the, the two female rhinos turned around in the enclosure and uh, came up to the little girl and, you know, kind of tried to push her and like, what are you doing? What's going Get on? Get out of here. What are you doing in here? I mean, uh, in fact, the one female rhino almost sounded like an orangutan. Apparently they all talk the same. Both rhinos uh, backed up, though, when they were spooked after they began pushing the child. They touched this child. The kids started screaming or crying, and they're like, whoa, hey. I mean, the one rhino, the other rhino was like, hey. <laughs> now, the zoo employee radios for help. No visible injuries on the child. Except okay, so she, we move she got on. some dirt. So we move she got, on. Right. So we move on. It's a non-story. Continue, continue the it's a uh, non-story. The tour. We're going out to the elephant. So now the dad, you know, the mom, hurt, the mom hurts her arm. The mom hurts her arm. How? During the effort of trying to get the kid back back out of the enclosure through the thing. So the mom, mom is stupid. Thank you. I thought the dad went in there. What? What's the mom doing? The dad's like, the dad's like, go ahead. <laughs> See how the day. <laughs> dad's like, you know what? <sighs> Go ahead. I can't. I can't. I don't know what you're doing. So, uh, the zoo, you know, obviously they offer the encounters. If, if you apologize with the zoo, and they they have the they, where you can brush and rub some animals, and of course they're accredited. But now. You know they've got to they've got to get everything accredited again and go over everything because of this incident, this wildlife attack, which wasn't an attack. No, that's not an attack. Now, if the rhinoceros would have been seen carrying the kid around on the on the snout, like Harambe, maybe maybe you consider that attack, maybe. But the kid, it wasn't a the kid went into where the animal is, and it was part of the pet and brush, right? So. You were meant to touch the rhino. And and then all of a sudden it's like, ooh. And then, and then they freaked out a little bit. Because they went up, ooh, man, I'm not supposed to. That's not right. That's not what's going on here. I got to back up a little bit. Because rhinos, man, they're like 4,000 pounds, man. Oh, yeah. There's some big animals. Even right a baby rhino. And I, I got news for you. No, I won't go that far. But I'm just saying that if you're a kid and you end up on that, up on that horn of that rhinoceros, you're going to be there for a while. Because it's like uh, you're gonna ask you first. You're gonna go up to him and you're gonna and you're gonna ask him, "Hey, could you?" Uh, you know, let me come up and look the kid off that thing. I am just coming up for just a little bit. Could you maybe? Yeah, but uh, other than that, you're done. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody would ever want to see that. And it didn't happen. Wouldn't that didn't happen because the animals know they're just big animals. I mean, the animals come up and they and they they rub against you a little bit, and by rubbing up the four thousand, I got news for you: when four thousand pounds rubs up against you, it ain't your little kid rubbing up against you. Okay, it's not the dog next door rubbing up against you. It's the four thousand pound rhino. So, as a human, you may get a bruise. But that doesn't mean they attacked you. I'm sorry. That just doesn't. Especially uh, zoo animals. They're not going to attack you. Right. Uh, if a 700,000 pound elephant is not burging through those flimsy gates, you're not being attacked by a rhino. Oh, okay. And, all right. And this is the, uh, all right. This ticks me off, too. Because now I'm reading farther deeper into the story. We don't do that here, remember? No, re- no that's for headlines that we like, though. But I'm just, okay, so there wasn't any obvious injury to the little girl, all right? There's no obvious injury to the little girl. And then it turns out there were some significant injuries, I guess, because the little girl was photographed by state investigators lying in a bed connected to various medical tubes but was released from Arnold Palmer Hospital in Orlando. Amazingly, there's no video of the incident. But she was in Broward County. How did she get all the way to Orlando? That's 
Orange that's County. That's probably where the where they live, right? They were down there with friends to the Brevard County Zoo. No, it wasn't Broward. It was Brevard. Sorry, Brevard. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But okay, we've got to have to have an investigation. Tune to investigate. I, I mean, this family needs to. Who is it? Yeah, I need to speak to the parents of Little Ragged. Who are you? I'm an investigator. From? I work for Mr. Jeff. <laughs> I work for Fat. Can I see an ID? Just open the door, lady. I work for Fat. We need to I investigate. I don't know you. I can't open an ID. I don't know you. Yes? Hello? Who is it? I'm an investigator. I work for Fat. All right, thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat uh, with uh, yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Um, it is uh, the big Super Bowl weekend. Enjoy the game. I'm sorry? It's the Super Bowl weekend. Uh, the big game weekend. No, it's... No, CBS is airing the Super Bowl that the NFL okay. does every year. That's like $10,000 already. I am not even, they're not even advertising, saying anything. I'm promoting their damn game. The big game. I can game. say that. The big game on CBS. Yes, it's a big game. That's why the NFL calls it the Super Bowl. So I've got, I appreciate you listening. Just please subscribe. I'm not even going to tell you to rate and review anymore. I'm so sick of telling you to rate and review. I can't tell you how sick I am of telling you that. But it's working. We see them. Just rate it 20. What is going on in this hallway? Seriously, why am I hearing this loud audio? Can you hear that over the mic, over the microphone? Okay, then never mind. But whatever's going on out there needs to stop. Because it sounded like I'm listening. I'm looking. I'm listening all of a sudden. And in my headphones, I can hear just outside. <laughs> But if you can't hear it, we're fine. So a Virginia woman discovers a metal hook inside her tampon. Whoa. I know. I mean, you know how those things work. I know. So I don't think a metal is supposed to be in there. Now, I want to I I correct. <laughs> that would be that you're 100% correct, Chris Cruz. I'll give you this now. You, you're right. There should not be metal hooks in tampons. That's a fact. <laughs> Who went fishing? That's a fact. Now- the woman described her shock and outrage after she found a metal hook protruding from a recently purchased tampon. So she's traumatized now. Is she? Because there was a hook in a tampon that she could possibly have used. She didn't use it, but she could have possibly used it. So, isn't what with this we had the FDA? You need to show recall, right? If they, we we recall every day on this show. Well, but well, I mean, first we have to be have proof that so you don't believe maybe, her. Maybe I'm just saying we have to have proof. So you don't believe her. I'm saying we have to have proof. I want to believe in all She's, women. Now, Playtex tampons apologized to her. They offered her the $7 refund. Ooh, refund. That's good. After she emailed to complain about her experience. Now, she described the response from the company as completely unacceptable. Hold on. They She said, she said, I kind of felt like they brushed it off, like it wasn't a big deal. I could have seriously been injured. Yep, and you know what? You could have been in Cuba today and got hit by a meteor that landed in Cuba. Yeah, breaking news today. Meteors hit Cuba. That's actually a fact. Yeah, it did. She could have been there, but she wasn't. So she can remain traumatized over the meteors hitting Cuba, but she wasn't there. Now, she said she's no longer going to use the tampons. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Okay, now, there's a picture of it, and if... True. Maybe something more should be done. And, and absolutely should be more should be done by the company to try to figure it out and see if what happens. But you have one lady 
with one problem. It could have been it could have been uh, stuck through the box at the store level. I mean, a lot of hands goes through those boxes. It, it just it's possible that it wasn't because of the Edgewell Personal Care Playtex tampons. Possible. Now I will say that perhaps the you know that's why that's why you should talk in person instead of the emails because they get an email hey photo hook of my tampon sorry uh here's a coupon for a free box of tampons well they give her a refund so right. well i don't understand that she doesn't feel like it was right well because she was traumatized oh she was traumatized chris i mean when's the last time you found a piece of metal protruding from your tampon uh not yet yeah thank you so you don't know how traumatized people can get from that so we'll see if it's actually something that should be recalled or not. But just telling you it's out there. I know uh, I said the FDA, but did the FDA, FDA recalls tampons? Because that's Food and Drug Administration. I don't know if we get under, if that's under the FDA or not. I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. But it would be under... Uh, a normal recall. Yeah, a company yeah, recall. Yeah, company could do yeah, a recall. No yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I would I would guess that... The FDA could probably stretch itself like like they've ever HHS. Pardon? The HHS. The health department. Yeah, the health the department hu- could do it. Health and human department. Yeah. Health department could do it. I yeah. mean it, and the FDA could just say, Hey, look, uh, the FDA the FDA might go to the uh the FDA might go to the Edgewell personal care Playtex tampon building and Hello? Yeah, open up. Who is it? I'm investigating for the FDA. What happened? That was a hook and a tampon. We need to check your machines. Oh, can I see an ID? I'm here. <laughs> I mean, that might happen. Yeah. That might happen. Yeah. You know, but I... <laughs> and and the, the whole thing about being traumatized. Are you are you mad? Absolutely. Do I give you being mad? Absolutely. Do I do I give you that you wish the company might have you know bent over a little bit more backwards and said, hey, ooh, we're sorry. We let's find out. Don't do anything with it. We're going to send a representative to your house. We're going to check it out. Uh, we'll bring you we'll bring you a free box of tampons without hooks. You know what? And, and we'll you know something like that. Maybe that should have happened, but. Are you traumatized, really? No. No, you're not. I don't see it. So, how are you going to spend the weekend? Just going to hang out with the family? Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe watch the Super Bowl yeah, on I'll, CBS. Yeah, I watched the big game. Yeah. Tony Romo doing the, the play-by-play. Or he's yeah, I heard the that. color commentator. Yeah. I love Tony. Tony and Jim Nance are going to be great. Uh, I love the idea that uh, Romo uh, uh, breaks into song. Uh, 15 minutes before game time to get the vocal cords working. That's good stuff. Uh, well, a lady uh, on the Upper East Side, uh, housekeeper last weekend, uh, she got stuck in an elevator for the entire weekend. Now, she's a house cleaner. She works for this. She, uh, Maritas Fortaleza. Fortaleza. Right? Fortaleza? Fortaleza. That's what I said. 53. Was only saved from her. And I love this story. Was only saved from her prison. Oh, she was in jail? Roughly three foot by four foot metal box. Now, she was there all weekend. She works for this. uh, She's been. She works for this billionaire, this uh, Warren Stevens guy. And uh, he's got there's elevator, you know, the lift between the second and third floors. White and, privilege. Yeah, absolutely. So true. Uh, 100% white privilege. <laughs> but she's worked there for a long time. Okay. She's part of their. Wait a minute. What do they call it? She's part of their, I think it's the extended family. Do they call it? Oh, okay. Do they call it extended family or do they call it? She's part of the. Oh, no. She, the employee has been involved, has been a valued member of the Stevens extended family for 18 years. So, I mean. Yeah, she uh, was stuck in the elevator. You can make fun, make fun of the, you know being considered extended family for 18 years. Yeah, you're an employee. You clean the house, right? But she's worked there for a long time. So the family trusts her. They have complete trust in her. Nobody's in the house. They have complete trust in her. They expect her to do her job. She's done it. She works there for 18, 18 years. 18 years. Right? And it's all good. So she gets in the, you know, the little do people elevator Ding. that goes up and down that, the you know, that Mr. Stevens never sees. And uh, 
between the second and third floor. Now, how bad? Seriously, when you're in that thing and, you, and you're, it's Friday, you just got done cleaning the third floor, you're done with this. Um, I am upset. Nobody's in the house. You're the only one there. Wow. The Stevens are, you know. White privilege in with a white privilege they're, helicopter. They're, they're, probably, they're probably getting ready. They're down in Atlanta. They're partying. But they're down in Atlanta. They're, well, they're getting ready for the Super Bowl. They're big donors. And, uh, three days. What? Three days. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday? So a courier puzzled that there was no answer at the adjacent building Monday morning calls the owners. The adult daughter says, I better swing by and find out what's going on over here. And you know, she's pissed. Oh yeah. It's Monday morning. She is. She just got back from Vegas. She She wants to hook up with dad down in Atlanta at the Super Bowl. She's mad. He, she wasn't there this past weekend. She's just got to be there the final week. And she's and now I've got to go by the house. And uh, where are the keys? What happened to Fortaleza? Liza, Liza, Fortaleza. Did she, that's what I said, did she, did she leave the place locked up? What happened? She's part of our family-friendly extended, extended family. Extended family. What the hell happened? You know, you know she was you know, she was thinking, I'm going to give her one oh, piece I of my money. I don't even know why my dad has kept her around oh, this long. She's so damn old. So... <laughs> So, so she gets there, and uh, that's when the daughter calls nine. The daughter dials nine one one. She realizes because she's in the house, like, "Hello, hello, are you there? Are you there, man? Are you there, man? Daughter, oh, she's dying. So they call nine one one, and the firefighters get there, and they crack open, they get her out. And they take her to the hospital. Jaws of life? Now, this is what, probably, I don't know what they used. Uh, they probably used their special stalled lift machine that they only have in New York. And uh, so this is the thing that kind of bugs me here, okay? So she's gone Friday night. Yeah. All day Saturday. Yeah. All day Sunday. Yeah. Monday morning. Monday morning, that's when they Nine o'clock, yeah. almost 10 o'clock till the fire department gets yeah. there, all right? Now they rush her to the hospital, all right? Where her husband rushes to her side. I'm sorry? Where has he been? Oh, he was having the time of his life. What? Ha- the wife is gone for the entire weekend. He he's- doesn't call anybody. He doesn't think he's fine. I mean, she does, is that normal? Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Mr. Stevens, he thinks Mr. Stevens came home and told the extended love of his life for to Talisa. stick around and yeah. cook him dinner and stay for the weekend. I don't know. But wouldn't you, don't you? Call. Right? And if, and she was in the elevator. They didn't have her cell phone. So it was going to voicemail. Yeah. And if if she left her phone in the purse yeah. or whatever. And if I'm calling the house, no one's picking up. No one's picking up her phone. I call the next door. No one's picking up. I call the third room. No one's picking my, up. I haven't, maybe I give them, maybe I give them until Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday night. Afternoon. Yeah. Afternoon. Yeah. Maybe Saturday afternoon. I ring. I haven't seen my wife. I haven't heard from her. What's going on? Maybe I'll go visit the house. Right. Or I mean, you at least call somebody, right? Somebody. Yeah. You call the you call the White daughter. Privilege. You call yeah. You call the you call the office. You know, maybe you don't call directly to the daughter, but oh, you call no. the office. You, you call the office. I don't think like, yo, this is Mister Fortaleza, and I like to you know I haven't heard from my wife in about twenty four hours. I was just wondering. You know, she's at the house cleaning. Yeah, she's usually home by now. Are you sure? Maybe. I mean, I haven't, I've been calling. I haven't talked to her. She's, well, maybe she's on the. Did, did you guys have a fight? No, <laughs> we're fine. Maybe she's but, on the fifth but floor. But no, no, he doesn't. He rushes to her on Monday. You know, he was having the time of his life. Oh my gosh! You know, he's having Mister Fortaleza is having like party. Right. Absolutely. Or maybe Miss Fortaleza needs to check Mister Fortaleza. I would agree with that. Um, who is at the house while she is uh, stuck in the elevator? I, Absolutely, hundred percent. What's going on there? Something, something is not right. So, do we have a comment from Mister Fortaleza? <laughs> I mean, he she... rushed into the hospital. Oh yeah, well, no, he... she's staying in the hospital because she wants to get rested. She's all right. She wants to get a good rest. Uh, that's all. That's, 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 that's a comment. That's his quote. She wants to get a good rest. 
She can uh, stay here. I'm telling her to stay here for another few days. He didn't say that, but you know that's what he's I'm thinking. Done. I'm not done. Thinking. I'm not done at the house. I mean, it was only it was only three days. I still got a couple of days left that I paid for with these other people at the house. The big gang is coming, but, so. Right? All right? I bought a new TV, upsized the TV. I saw people at Sam's last night, too, buying these new 60 Oh, really? Pounds. I was like, wow, because I just read a story about people upsizing for the, for the big, big game. game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought. Eh. Did you? No. I'm happy with my TV. Yeah, I have a, a projector. I don't have if a TV. I wanna, if I want to, I'm, I'm about ready. Where are you at right now? I'm about ready for about 65 to 75. What do you have now? Uh, I think I'm at the 50s. 50s? Okay. In the 50s, I think the one in the living room is 55, the curved. Oh, that, those the are Samsung fun. Curves. Yeah, those are fun. I like that bad boy. It's nice. But I'm ready I'm ready in the bedroom because the bedroom's still. 40? Yeah. I, mean, I need to hang up. I hang about an 80 on the wall in the bedroom. <laughs> Above you? No, just straight ahead. I don't, no, I don't want to crank my neck. Crank my neck. Above you? You just lay Yeah, no, you got it. No? It's not comfortable. Oh, okay. Because my wife has a, a, a... Oh, okay. My wife has a... a Number bed? A thing on her phone. Oh. That, uh, a projector on her phone that shoots it up, so we watch stuff on the ceiling sometimes. It doesn't. Ah, yeah. mm. I mean, the projector's fine. It looks great. I just... It's not comfortable for mm. me to... I mean, we move in a couple of chairs... <laughs> Jesus, have a theater a couple, now? Of, a couple of IMAX chairs. Maybe I'm okay with that. That's why I say we just put the 80 on the wall. Just hang the 80. We're good. But I'm not doing that this weekend. You know, I'm happy. But I saw some people driving around. One guy. So I'm at Sam's Club. And uh, I'm walking out because I got to check your stuff, right? So I already feel like a criminal because I forgot to scan the one one package. All right. So the girl's like, I only counted. I'm counting 800 packages, and you. Ha- it looks like there, there's 801. Did you really count, lady? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because I missed. Well, I actually did miss one because I was like, oh crap, I forgot to scan that because I went. You know, I went through the self lane, and it was just gum. It was just gum. I was. I wasn't trying to steal. You just feel like a criminal. You know, I really. I did miss it. I got like 10 things, and the oh, receipt only. The receipt only has nine things. There's 10 things in your cart. Woo woo. Hey, security, you didn't pay for that gum. So I'm like, okay. So I go back. I'm going to scan the stupid gum. And as I'm on my way out again with the gum, I, one of the guys that I saw in line buying, upgrading to the 65 is going out of the store. And he and his wife are there. He must have a miserable life. Because I was like, hey, how you doing? So you didn't have to buy that for me. Or he didn't, I mean, he didn't, there wasn't a smile. He didn't get the joke? There wasn't a smile. Was, hey, turn around, went back. Oh, and what I, a... I mean, I was like, dude, I didn't steal the gum. Okay, I wasn't, what are you? I wasn't, I'm not a criminal. All right? If I wanted to steal the gum, I could have figured out a way to do it. Okay? I just forgot to scan it. <laughs> but instead, I get, I mean, the wife didn't even do anything. I, I hope they have a miserable game. I hope the TV doesn't work. That's what I hope. Have a good weekend. Since it is the big game weekend, you know, the big game that happens in Atlanta uh, once a year. It happens in a different stadium around the country by the NFL where the two best teams on the season end up playing each other. You know, that game that usually ends up being, it usually ends up being a super game uh, on the network. And we're looking forward to it. But for those of you that have thought, my gosh, I really wanted to go. Why didn't I find out? Why can't I go? What's going on? Well, Timothy Hatchell, CEO of HotelPlanner.com, is joining us here on Chewing the Fat. And Tim, if I am that person, is, is, it, is Tim okay? I mean, is, should I be? Should, you're the CEO. Yeah, Tim, Tim's I mean, great. Mr. Tim's great. Mr. Hatchell, yeah. I mean. No, 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 Tim. Okay. We're friends. So, <laughs> friends. so Tim, if, I, if I'm one of those people that decided today, oh, man, oh, mm, mm, man, did I want to go to Atlanta. Oh, man, did I want to go see the big game and have super fun. I want to be a part of that. If I go to hotelplanner.com right now, you make it happen for me? Yeah, absolutely. So on the homepage of hotelplanner.com, there is a picture of a receiver Catching a touchdown pass, you just click on that button. It takes you to our big game uh, discount hotel portal and packages. So actually, the good news is uh, good things happen for those who wait. 
the beginning nice. of the week, the packages for a base level package, two upper level tickets, and two nights at a three star hotel about three miles from the stadium was going for ten thousand. Now it's dropped all the way to five thousand. I knew it. So I knew it. That's why. That's why I held out. That's why I held out. Yeah, and tickets have come down. I knew it. So if I hold out until say, I don't know, Sunday afternoon, <laughs> could be a little bit cheaper so, for me. <laughs> I've gone to the Super Bowl a few times, and actually, I have seen some tra- cash transactions happen outside yeah, I have of the big game for for some five hundred, six hundred dollars. You've landed some tickets, yes, and, and, they've and, been decent seats, and they're too. not bad. I yeah. know. I was going to say I have too. I've been. Uh, I worked in uh, Tampa, Florida, for a number of years, and uh, the big game uh, was there. And uh, I mean, I, I went to that game, and we and I saw some witnessed personally some transactions that that took place that were pretty good. They weren't bad. Yeah, but, I mean, of course, you run the risk then that the, right. the ticket is real. Absolutely. The nice thing about booking in advance is you have that peace of mind right. that uh, the I, ticket's going to work. And I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, I didn't see the guy, the deals that went down, the guy didn't have the hotelplanner.com billboard. So nope. I, I, I knew I couldn't trust it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Reputable. Reputable source. So uh, the cheapest right now you've got my, I can, I can, I can book for five grand. Gets me a hotel somewhere in Georgia. And then I got to drive into the big game, right? Right, but it's not a it's not a long uh, drive; <laughs> just a few miles. I was just messing with you because I, I it just seems now that if, if I wanted, let's say, if I wanted, um, I mean, can you still get me in a box? Uh, no, no, oh. uh, I can get fifty yard line uh, tickets, but the box would be tough. Yeah. What about what about if I let's say, eh, let's say I sent you five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. We would get you four tickets on the fifty-yard line. Um, <laughs> not not, not in a, a box. Large, n- not in the box. But for a special <laughs> request, maybe uh, because I do have some connections. We are team travel sponsors for for the LA Rams I for ten years, for and my family owned them for forty years. Wow, uh, they were actually That's right. part investors in our company. So. You know, I would do my best. I would for for <laughs> that package. It's the ultimate. And it's called the ultimate for a reason, because on top of everything that we do for you, the golf stream, Todd English catering, the uh, the private jet for you and your friends, right? The tailgate party, yes. all of the special parties. A special request is definitely included yeah. in that. And so, if that was your dream, then we would do everything we had to do to make it happen. The best thing to do is give more notice. Right. Uh, so right. the further. It, in advance right. book the more time we have to make those I, special things happen. i don't want to i don't want to undercut you here tim but if someone were to call me today and said i'll give you five hundred thousand to get me into the big game they're in i'll find a way exactly <laughs> that's why you should work for hotel plan we should work together we make a great team i will find a way for that i promise you all right so uh, what else is coming up now, you guys? If if the big game is uh, this weekend, and obviously you know it's it's late, and you should absolutely have planned ahead. And if you're if if you still want the opportunity, uh, it can still happen uh, by going to hotelplanner.com. But uh, what else is happening as we uh, get past our uh, our first uh, of February big game weekend? Yeah, so we've done a lot for this game. We gave away a free package actually on the Wendy Williams show. So we've got people, guests coming there, and plus the people who have bought that we're entertaining. And then right after that, we're going to start on the Grammys. That's going to be a big event. That, uh, we'll we the, doing some, and then we got Valentine's Day coming up. What about the Oscars? Um, doing anything with the Oscars? Um, not right now. For next year, we didn't have, we didn't have enough time oh. to put that together this year. I mean, I know, what, you apologize. That's all right. I, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll I'll be bummed. I'll get over it here in a minute. The uh, the Grammys. What are we doing? What are we doing for the Grammys? I mean, we should be able to put something together here with chewing the fat too. I mean, I can. We can. We can come up with our own. You know, fake red carpet for the Grammys for you. Well, the, we have an exclusive <laughs> private party at a ninety million dollar mansion in Beverly Hills that uh, we're teaming up with. And it's going to have lots of Grammy Award-winning artists uh, like Paul Oakenfold there. And uh, we'll have a couple tickets uh, nice. to the Grammys as well with some, some uh, hotel room packages. That'll be fun. I mean, that'd be, it'd be really, yeah. f- really fun if, you know, I don't know, I was there. 
But that's it. Don't worry. No, Tim, don't worry about it. Not, you know, you know, I don't want you to feel pressured. Don't worry about it. So um, I'm working on the Oscars already for you. You put I, me on the spot. I, I am going to go do my homework now. I do. I, it's serious business now. You know, as long as we're, you know, we'll go inside baseball a little bit. I would love to do uh, something for some fun with the Oscars. Absolutely. It'd be fun. So we, but we could talk about that at another time, but that'd be fun. Um, and I, and I really do appreciate it. Now I want, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, how much influence or knowledge do you have about the hotel business at all? Do you guys deal in any of that at all? Or are you just, are you just like a, a middleman? No, we're, the, people we're the experts on that. Uh, we do more group bookings than any company uh, in the world. We do 3,000 groups a day right now. Wow. And that's worldwide offices. That's and our number one city destination is Las Vegas. And then we have uh, Palm Beach, Florida, uh, Hong Kong, Amsterdam, uh, and uh, London. And at the end of this year, we'll have an office in Singapore as well. That's so we're, we're everywhere anybody would want to go around the world for doing a big event. And That's we're specialized great. in anything from a small destination wedding to huge, large conferences with big entertainment and uh, corporate junkets and everything else. So uh, we've also even done political campaign travel. So the uh, highly specialized uh, political and, and high security events. So anything they need. I mean, that, that's fantastic. But what I'm talking about is like, I've, I've run into, uh, first of all, I, I'm a hotel, like maybe two star is camping. And then, uh, you know, anything above that is fine. Well, I'm, I'm okay with scratchy but, towels. Yeah. You don't like scratchy no, towels. No, I do not. No, I do not. And speaking that's of scratchy. That's the best when somebody buys a two star hotel for $40 a night and then complains about, about the towels. towels. Yeah. I know. I, that's why I said two stars camping. I'm with you on that. It's okay. I expect right. that. But speaking of I towels. I stayed at a Motel 6 where you actually had to buy your towels in a vending machine. Yeah, I mean, I've, oh. I've stayed at a number of places, uh, a little less than the Motel 6. But uh, we don't need to talk about that. I've also had, a, you know, I was in a hotel in uh, in uh, uh, South Carolina. In Columbia, South Carolina, had the cockroach crawl over my all over my chest. That'll wake oh. you up. That'll wake you up in the middle of the night, my friend. That will wake you up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, and I'm sure that doesn't happen at any of your hotels. I I, I promise you that. I know it doesn't. But what I, I was I concerned about actually, we have standards. It was just mentioned that if we did get complaints like that, we would remove a property. So <laughs> that is our job. Right. So what? But what about? Have we we've heard a lot of talk uh, in the past couple of years about the hotels trying to do more, uh, going more green. And, uh, you know, asking, uh, I, I'm okay with the signs that say, hey, if you uh, want to, you know, we'd, li- we'd like you to use the same towel again. I won't, but I'm okay with the signs saying we'd like you to. And if people decide to do that, that's fine. But we also hear stories about uh, you, you know, they give you, and some of the ones that I read were not giving you the opportunity. They were saying, hey, we're not going to clean your room for, you know, two or three days and uh, send the cleaning crew in when you leave. And things like that. I mean, how much is that happening around uh, around the world in hotels? Well, I think it's baked in the price and the in the example you gave. So the, there's always been levels of service, and then that's included in the star rating. So if you stay at the Four Seasons, the Peninsula, you're going to get uh, twice a day maid service. You're going to get a right. turn down service where they bring you some special amenity right before right. bedtime. Usually it's a nice little chocolate, but also maybe a mask and some, you know, all yeah. those special things yeah, That's yeah. The, the, when you pay the premium for five star, then four star, you just get the concierge, the bell desk, you know, room service, the stand, standards on that side. Then you got your three star limited services, which are courtyards and your Hamptons. And th- those will let you have your own bell desk co- cart, but they won't actually have a man pushing it. You have to yeah, push yeah, yeah. yourself. You hey, look, those like are, look, if you're traveling around, the, if you're traveling within the United States, I, I can't speak outside the United States, but if you're traveling within the U- United States, those are worth it. I mean, those are Yeah, and then you go all bad. the way down to your Motel 6 at a one-star, one and now they've been branching off. So I could have a two, three-star property in quality, but limit the services even more to, you know, right. uh, three-day, four-day maid service. Ice and then, across the street. Less cost for the hotel so they can pass those savings on to the customer because maybe you don't care about – I mean, so many people are Airbnb these days. You have to clean your own room if you buy an Airbnb. Right. You know that, right? right? So, hey, at least you get a maid uh, that will clean up <laughs> after you instead of cleaning it yourself. So whatever the consumer wants, I think it's just consumer choice and – it doesn't bother me. I mean, you and me, we always stay at the peninsula, right? Uh, thank you. 
Thank you. I, I can bear. I, I mean, I, I'm not doing anything less. Uh, I'll sleep. I'd rather sleep in my car. That's how bad I am. <laughs> Which is actually worse and really sounded dumb. But um, anyway, I appreciate it very much, Tim. Now, tell me again the what's the, the cheapest you can do for me right now? Five grand gets me in the game, gets me a hotel room and uh, a, a shuttle service to the game. Uh, uh, nope, nope. You'd have to Uber it. Oh, uh, no. It's just including oh. two nights hotel. So Saturday and Sunday night, or we can do Sunday and Monday night, and that would be two tickets upper uh, level. And and I have to find my own way to the stadium? Oh. Yeah, or get a ride. There's going to be <laughs> lots of people going that way. Yeah, they are. That's a lot of fun. Tim, hotelplanner.com. Uh, uh, thank you very much, man. I appreciate the time. I know you're busy, and I appreciate you having a little fun today, and, and I appreciate the time. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jeff, for having me. See you, man. Hey, Tim, thank you.